Hey Church, Chris Kane here. It is such an honor to be with you today. Nick and I so love Pastor Nikki and Pippa. And you know, we're here in California. We've been shelter in place since March the 9th. So I'm coming to you from my home into your home. I don't know what device you're watching me on, but I've always wanted to come to your house to have fish and chips, but that's not going to happen today. But I'm dropping in anyway, even though I can't stay for lunch. I, I hope you all are okay. This has definitely been a, a challenging season uh, for so many of us. And it's just my privilege to spend a few moments with you today. You know, I received a text this week from a friend that said to me, Chris, how do you feel? You haven't ever been home this long in the last three decades, which is true in the last 32 years I have not been in one city ever for eight or nine weeks straight and she said do you feel like the walls are closing in and that phrase really impacted me and perhaps today you you feel that way you're like we've been at shelter in place stay at home orders and I feel like the walls are closing in I've been in my flat or in my apartment or in my house or wherever it is that you're viewing this and eventually you feel like wow it's a little bit like Groundhog Day. I'm up again today and the walls have closed in. But I thought about that whole notion of walls and the walls closing in. And I thought there was another time in scripture when the people of God came across some walls. But instead of allowing the walls to close in on them, they decided to circle the walls. And then God did a miracle and the walls came down. And I hope to speak into your situation from a very familiar Old Testament text that you might think, what has that got to do with me being at shelter in place in the four walls where I am right now? And it's from Joshua chapter six. Allow me just to read to you. Um, Joshua chapter six, the Bible says in verse one, now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. Does that sound a little bit like your situation? No one's going out and no one is coming in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. This you shall do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall down flat. I mean, what an amazing story. And the children of Israel, they had come out of 430 years of slavery, bondage and captivity in Egypt. God miraculously led them out. The Red Sea parted. They came into the wilderness for 40 years. Finally, after all of this time, they were going to step into the promised land, the land of milk and honey, the land that the Lord had promised them. And the river Jordan had been pushed back. The children of Israel, the new generation that arose in the wilderness, that went in to possess the promised land. They, in Joshua chapter five, the chapter just before this, had just gone through a season of where they had been circumcised again the second time. They had had allowed time for healing. And then after that, they kept the Passover. The manna ceased. God said, I'm not doing it this way anymore. Now it's time to move on. So they get up. They're ready to move on. They're ready to go into the promised land after all of this time. And the first thing they hit in the promised land instead of milk and honey and pomegranates the first thing they hit is a wall what happens 
When you're in the promised land, you've done everything the Lord's asked you to do. You've been faithfully following God. You've done what God's called you to do. And you hit an unexpected obstacle like a wall. You know, I think that's how a lot of us feel right now. We feel like we've hit this unexpected obstacle. We're like, God, we were not expecting this. I don't know anybody that was expecting COVID-19. I don't know anyone that was expecting the whole world to shut down, for everything to be impacted economically, socially, every sphere of society. All of a sudden, we can't go to restaurants we once went to. Many of us um, are not working. Some of us are wondering whether we get, our jobs are still going to be there when this is over. Others of us have lost our income. We're worried about the future. We thought we were coming into a time of milk and honey. We thought we were coming into a time of blessing. Some of us thought we were obeying God and doing the will of God and we hit a wall. What do you do when you hit an unexpected wall? And I think that's how the whole world feels right at this moment. We were not expecting 2020 to be like this. We were not expecting to hit a wall. We were not expecting to hit a wall relationally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, in any sphere of life. And yet here we all are and we've all hit a wall and we've all got the walls closing in because we've actually been sent home into our walls. What do you do? when you're in the midst of a wall. Well, this is what the Lord said, and these are just the quick things I want to speak to you today, if you would permit me the time. The first thing that the Lord said to Joshua, he said, see, I have given you this city. So the thing that the Lord said, when they hit an unexpected challenge, he said, I want you to have an unreasonable perspective. And so HTB, you're like my, my family, I'm your Greek Aussie cousin from down under, Aunt Chris. Everyone needs a cray-cray, Aunt Chris. I'm the one, my HTB family, that's who I am today. What do you do? You've got to have an unreasonable perspective. The city of Jericho was tightly shut up. No one was coming out. No one was going in. No one was denying the reality of the wall. Today, I'm not denying the reality of the wall. No one is denying the reality of COVID-19. No one is denying the reality of the suffering, the pain, the loss. Some have lost loved ones. Others are fighting the disease themselves. The bricks and mortar are real. The wall is real. Losing jobs is real. The economy shutting down, it's real. No one is denying the reality of the situation. But the Lord says, I need you to look at it in a different way. I want you to see that I've given you the city. I want you to see the promise on the other side of the wall. I don't want you to see in the natural. I want you to do everything that you're supposed to do naturally. Shelter in place, proper social isolation. Make sure that we're washing our hands. Make sure that we're listening to the authorities and doing everything that we're instructed to do. We do everything naturally, but we look supernaturally. We see with the eye of faith. We see beyond the wall to the promise of God on the other side of the wall. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 that we walk by faith and not by sight. We are a people of faith. This is the opportunity that the church has to frame the current situation with a different frame. We can frame it with a frame of faith. We don't have to live in despair or hopelessness or fear because we can look at the same wall through the lens of faith knowing that there's a promise on the other side of the wall. I'm here to remind you that God still has a promise for your life. God still has a purpose for your life. Your God is good according to Psalm 119 verse 68 and does good and God will work 
even these negative circumstances together for our good and for his glory if we trust him i want you to remember that all the promises of god are in christ jesus yes and in christ jesus amen so if god said it god will do it i don't know how i don't know when but i know that he who promised is faithful and if we understand that God is faithful that we walk by faith and not by sight at this moment we're not just going to look at it with natural eyes we're going to look at it with our spiritual eyes and we're going to remember the promise of God the goodness of God the faithfulness of God the kindness of God the provision of God we are going to trust God despite the wall then the Lord always gives an unusual strategy he said to the children of Israel you're going to march around these walls once a day for six days on the seventh day you're going to do it seven times now what an unusual strategy you know you would think that God would say to them why don't you just blow the wall up why don't you you know go in and fight this through natural means but no 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 the Lord said this is what you're going to do you're going to fight it spiritually you're going to circle that wall with praise you're going to circle that wall with worship you're going to circle that wall with prayer you're going to circle that wall by being connected with your community of faith so what are we doing in the time of this global pandemic even tuning in today to church it's an unusual strategy while we're believing God for a cure for COVID-19. We're believing God to answer people's prayers for healing for their physical bodies, for their loved ones, for, for God's compassion to be upon this world, for God's mercy to be upon this world, for people to find jobs, for people's economic situations to be met. We, we are doing an unusual strategy. We are people of faith. So what do we do? We pray in the midst of it. We worship in the midst of it. We praise in the midst of it. We get online and and we connect with our church community in the midst of it. It is an unusual strategy. People go, how have you still got faith? How have you still got hope? How do you still believe God when there is so much suffering, so much pain in the world? How do you still believe that your God is good? How do you still believe that your God is in control? It's an unusual strategy. The Canaanites would have been looking at the children of Israel going, you guys are weird. You are weird. You are circling the wall. These are the thickest, most impenetrable walls in ancient history and you think taking another lap is going to cause the walls to come down i know church it's unusual we keep giving we keep tithing we keep sowing we keep helping our community in any way that we can we keep praying we keep serving we keep praising we keep worshiping we just take another lap what are we doing back here this sunday we're taking another lap. What do we do every time we open the word and read it? We're taking another lap. What do we do every time we pray? We're taking another lap. What do we do every time we put on praise and worship music in the midst of a global pandemic? We're taking another lap. It involves a lot of trust. It's saying, God, I can't trace you at the moment, but I trust you. I trust that this wall of COVID-19 is going to come down. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know where, but God, I'm taking another lap. I trust you to do that. So that's what we are going to do. So we just keep on doing it. We keep turning up. We keep doing it. We keep staying connected, church. And we believe that something is happening. We believe that God is moving. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. Every time we take another lap, we believe that God is working on our behalf. This is how faith is expressed. This is why what we do in this season is so important. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30, that by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. By faith, 
the walls of Jericho came down. So I've dropped into my HTB family today to stir up that gift of faith that is on the inside of you. We are believing believers. We are a faith-filled people. We live in a real world. We live in a world full of pain and brokenness, but we bring faith. If we, the people of faith, do not bring faith to the equation, what hope has our world got, church? I'm here to stir up your faith today. So then what happens? There was an undeniable knowing. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 7, the Ark of the Covenant was right there with them. So you had the soldiers, you had the priests, you had the people of God, and right there in the middle was the Ark of the Covenant. That was God's secret weapon. He said, I am with you. Here is the secret weapon. The power is not in your mind marching but God wants us to do something you go what can I do while I'm sheltering place I've got the walls closing in I'm at home what can I do God says take another lap pray praise worship open the word declare and decree the promises of God be full of the hope of God reach out where you can to your neighbors and bring hope and life but know that right there in the midst of it is our father God promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us his presence is in us we are carriers of the Holy Spirit of God our God is with us you might be feeling alone today some of you are sheltered at home alone haven't been able to reach out to family and friends you haven't given anyone a, a hug in weeks we haven't been able to touch anyone we kind of just elbow bump that's sort of like the hug of the pandemic season but I want you to know that your God is with you your God sees your God knows your God cares you might not even be a believer in Jesus yet and you've kind of somehow don't even know how you're on this broadcast today but I'm here to tell you that your God knows you he made you. He loves you. He's got a plan and a purpose and a destiny for your life. And that he sees, he knows what's going on in your heart and he cares. Our God is with us. The secret weapon was that the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God was right there with them, right there in your sheltering place. I want you to know that your God is with you and his presence is with you and he is for you. And then the Lord requires of them an unconditional obedience. Just keep taking another lap. Don't utter a word. Don't make a sound until I tell you to shout. Some of us, what we need to do in this season is take control of our mouths to make sure that not we're not filling ourselves with fear and negativity, that we're not just online all the time and on the news all the time, you know, and reading and looking at conspiracy theories all the time. Fill our hearts with faith so that faith comes out of our mouth. We frame our world with the words that we speak. So are you speaking words of life? The Bible says in the scripture that the power of life and death is in the tongue. So Joshua said, don't say anything. If you can't say what God says, don't say anything. Don't fill the atmosphere with, with fear and doubt and negativity. Fill it with faith and the words of God and the promises of God. And he says, finally, what will happen is that you are going to have an unbelievable result. What is going to happen spiritually could just never happen naturally. God is going to cause the walls of Jericho to come down. So instead of when you feel the walls closing in on you today, church, I want to encourage you and invite you to do what the children of Israel did. Start circling the very walls that you think have closed you in, that you think have stopped your purpose and stopped your destiny. Let me just say, if God promised you, no walls are going to hold you back. You might feel like your job's back, your purpose is back, your destiny's back. You might feel that this interruption to your life has stopped God's purpose for your life. But I'm here to tell you that nothing can separate you from the love of God and nothing can stop the purpose of God in your life. So what are we going to do, church? We're going to circle those walls with another lap of praise, another lap of prayer, another lap of being in the word, another lap of logging into our church community, another lap of allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do on the inside of us. I'm here to tell you today, HTB, the walls are not closing in on 
on us. We are circling the walls and the walls are coming down. I believe on the other side of this, we're going to see the greatest awakening we have ever seen. We're going to see the revival, the greatest revival that we have ever seen. I want you to know that, yes, the wall is real. We're in an unprecedented time, but we serve a faithful God. And what seems impossible to man is possible to God. With God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible with God. Impossible is where God starts. Miracles are what God does. So we're in a time where we are facing an unexpected obstacle. But what do we do? We maintain an unreasonable perspective. God gives us unusual strategies. We have an undeniable knowing that the presence of God is with us. We as the people of God practice unconditional obedience in this hour. And you know what we're going to see together, HTB? We are going to see an unbelievable result because he who promised is faithful in Jesus' name.